Welcome on in to the show, man. Got a good one in store. We are live on Philly Take with RB. I am RB. We're joined by a very special guest. The best doing it in the Raptors sphere on YouTube, Twitter, all those places, man. Joined by my guy, Luca Rosano. We're going to break down the Sixers-Raptors series. We're going to debate, discuss, get your thoughts. Might go at each other a little bit. I can't wait for this, man. And I'm also excited to hear you know, the perspectives and the insight from the other side as well. I think we got a really good one in store. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Uh, let's have a go, my man. Luca, thank you so much for, for coming on and joining the show, man. I'm excited to uh, chop it up with you, man. Thank you, RB and Fire Take Nation. I really am excited to be on here, and uh, I really respect you, your fan base, and what you've been able to accomplish, man. I've been watching you over the years, and I got to say, as much as I want – the Sixers to lose. I got to respect your grind. I got to respect you and your people. You guys are uh, always coming through. And uh, I definitely can appreciate the fandom that I see with Sixers Nation. And I'm excited as you are, as everybody else is in the chat. This is going to be one hell of a series. And I think this is going to be one of the best first round series. I know Boston, Brooklyn's going to be good. But this is the one that not only are we going to be looking at, but a lot of outsiders are going to be looking at as well. Yeah, absolutely, bro. It's going to be a really good one. I've also said I think it is going to be the best first-round series. I'll keep it straight with you. I hate the Raptors, but like you said, I respect you and your grind. You do great work. I respect your fan base. Um, and it's going to be a lot of joy, man. It's going to be a lot of joy. Once again, shout out to everybody in the chat. Hit that like button for your boys. Subscribe to the channel if you are new. Maybe a Raptors fan coming on, hanging out. We're both going to be covering the series in full, breaking it down. Also, subscribe to Luca if you're on uh, the Sixer side of it, his link is pinned in the chat. And follow us on Twitter at RBPhillyTake and at LucaRosano3 for all the up-to-date coverage. That being said, it's time to get into it, man. It's time to get into it. Ding, ding, um, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a good one, man. It's going to be a good one. Uh, first and foremost, man, um, I got to say, uh, a few years ago, that hurt, man. That hurt. Sixers are coming for their revenge. I, I just want to get your initial thoughts. Um, where's your head at going into this series you know, just just kind of talk about the Raptors season and then the Sixers season from your perspective as well. Before I do that, I just want to ask a quick question back. Absolutely. Where were you when 
because I don't think you're on YouTube. I was streaming on YouTube. Where were you when? I was not Kawhi on Leonard hit that shot because I was in the same seat, green screen behind me, throwing off my blazer, going crazy around my house. But I'm I'm wondering where were you, RB, when you watched uh, that live in your household? I was I was watching it with my father, um, in in uh in our uh, living room, and man, when that shot went in, you know, four bounces. I was the the Sixers had it going, man, and it was such a brutal fourth quarter. And when the shot went in, I didn't even react. I just I, I put my hands on my knees and I, you know, I just had nothing to say. I was in utter shock and it was tough, man. It was pure heartbreak. And thank you for bringing that up for beginning <laughs> this, man. Now, now I hate the Raptors even more. Man. Now I hate them even more. I would have loved to see your live reaction like the one that I had. Uh, but uh, it, to it answer, blown up. To answer blown up. that, yeah, it would have blown up for sure. To answer your initial question, I'll start with the Raptors. My initial thoughts on where they're at now. I had them getting into the playoffs via the plan as an eight seed. So I can confidently say they exceeded my expectations with flying colors. And I feel like they exceeded a lot of people's expectations. This was a team, the word developmental was being thrown a ton. And this Raptors team said to hell with that. We're going to show people that we are much better than people are saying that we are. The emergence of Scotty Barnes, nobody expected him to be this good in his first season. Fred Van Vliet, an all-star. Pascal Siakam putting on an all-NBA resume. And he's the, the guy who impressed me the most because we were all looking at Siakam to see how he was going to do this season and if he could get back to that level of play when he did make his first all-star team. And he's returned to form. He has been putting this team on his back. He's been having great outings. So the fact that the Raptors are even in this spot against your Philadelphia 76ers in the first round of the playoffs, I cannot have had it any other way. This is going to be a phenomenal series, and the Raptors are not just here to show up. They're here to actually compete and fight against your Sixers team. And what were my expectations about the Sixers coming in? I thought this was going to be a top three team. I thought this was going to be a team that was going to be one of the favorites in the East. And it's funny, I had the Sixers making it to the finals I think last year, the year before, I did my prediction piece. So I, I've been high on this process, Joel Embiid era, but I knew it wasn't going to work with Ben Simmons. And I don't want to use, uh, say Ben Simmons name again, because I, I know you guys are all sick yeah, of hearing his name. <laughs> but I knew in order for Philadelphia to compete for a championship, they needed to get rid of Ben Simmons. They had to get a haul back in return. And luckily for you guys, you got who you wanted. You got who Daryl Morey wanted. You got what the fans wanted. You got James Harden. And this is a team that's now in a position where if you can beat the Raptors, this is a team that could make it to a conference finals with a chance to make it to the finals. But we'll see how they fare because it started off hot with Harden. And now lately, there's been a lot of question marks. But I really like what I've seen from Maxi. It's funny. I really wanted Maxi when <laughs> Kyle Lowry's name was thrown up into trade talk. And if there was some way we could have gotten him, I would have been so happy. But he's a stud. Embiid's a monster. He's my pick to win MVP. I'm not just saying that because I'm on the show. He's been my pick to win MVP for the better part of the season now. Scoring title, beast. Yeah. Danny Green, former Raptor, shout out to him. I met him a couple days ago at an event. I love to see him, you know, on this team, do his thing, hit shots. The Sixers team has enough talent. Now we'll see how they can perform in the postseason. But I will say this, I'm not a fan of Doc Rivers. And I think a lot of Sixers fans are fed up with him. This is the make or break postseason for Doc Rivers. He needs to show us that he can be a capable coach of leading the Sixers team through tough times. 
Yeah, absolutely. A lot of good points. Uh, I'm definitely going to re, you know, have a rebuttal for all of that and, and give my thoughts as well on both teams. Uh, I know, I don't, I'm, I know you remember uh, last year we streamed, uh, we were talking Kyle Lowry just real quick. Um, <laughs> and, and you guys turned down a huge offer, man. Tyrese Maxey was in that, in that package. Um, man, I, all I have to say is that was probably, that was a big failure uh, on your behalf, in my opinion, because Maxey is good. He is coming. Like you just said, um, he's going to be a huge part of this series, but anyway, yeah. Um, so where, see, you know, kind of your points and stuff. Uh, I'll start with, uh, the Toronto Raptors. I'll be honest. I had them really as a low Eastern seed. Uh, I thought they could kind of miss the playoffs or get into the play in or, uh, get into the, uh, the postseason. Now, with that being said, um, as much as I hate the Raptors, I have to give them a ton of respect. The Raptors are, you know, they've over overachieved. Uh, they have a hell of a coach. You talked about Doc Rivers. Well, guess what? I'm only going to talk up to Nick Nurse. Um, he's been fantastic. Uh, the young guys, just the athleticism, the Raptors, they play quick. They can get on you fast. Trust me, we know that well. Um, the Raptors have exceeded my expectations, like I'm sure a lot of you. Um, and there's something to say about that. That speaks to the expertise, especially of Nick Nurse. Um, so I got to give them credit, man. I got to give them credit. This is going to be a very tough series and I'm looking forward to see who can execute, but towards my Sixers, you know, I also had us, I actually had us as the four seed this year, but I didn't really know. Uh, I said it was contingent based upon where, you know, the Ben Simmons thing went and how that kind of played out. James Harden comes to Philly, you know, it looked for a couple games, like we were going to be kind of that top team and here we are, we're sitting and we don't know what James Harden we're going to get. And we're going to get into our keys, but I'll tell you right now, that is the X factor of this series. We could talk about five, we could talk about this. If we get James Harden that can knock down shots, I mean, it's going to be hard for the Raptors to take over the six. But if we get this, you know, old, lazy, uh, or looks lazy, just doesn't look like he has it anymore, James Harden, and he, you know, he's going two for 13. I, I mean, it's going to be really hard for us to pull out this series. So that, all I'll tell you right now is that, uh, James Harden post trade and during uh, the All Star break had about two weeks of rest. He came out looking fresh. He came out looking ready to go. But this is a week of rest. Will that help him? Will it not? I have no clue. I'm as about I'm a you know about as as a wild card as you. Like I, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I think it's going to be a really good series. Yeah, bang on with James Harden and the way Philadelphia started in the James Harden era. I was drinking that Kool Aid. As a Raptors fan, I looked at that team. I'm like, damn, that's going to be a darn good team, a team that I don't want to play. And it's crazy how things have turned in a short period of time, because now this team has shown its vulnerabilities, most notably Harden. How healthy is he? How's that hamstring going to hold up in a best of seven? And you look at his numbers. I was trying to pull it up here, but I I can't uh, pull it up. So uh, I won't be able to tell you verbatim. But in his first four games with the Sixers, he was playing phenomenal basketball. And then over his last 17 games, his numbers have dipped. And more concerning is his shooting percentage Mm -hmm. from two, from three. Like he is not putting up those James Harden type numbers that you need him to put up and be the second best player of the series. I've had a lot of people, you know, sit here and say, yeah, James Harden, like is he even the the third best player of the series, the fourth best player of the series? Because you look at the two best players of the series, I I hope we can agree you know, I'll give the edge to Embiid as number one, but Siakam's been emerging as that number two. Can James Harden put himself in that echelon where he can be more of an X factor than a Fred Van Vliet, who he too is going to be coming off of injury? That's going to be the make or break 
which James yeah. Harden are we going to get? Are we going to get playoff James Harden? And I know Stephen A. Smith's been talking about it a ton where who's got the most pressure on him this postseason. It's James Harden. You got what you wanted. You're playing, you know, in a Daryl Morey uh, franchise. You're playing alongside arguably the MVP of the season. You have guys around you who can shoot the basketball. You have an ideal situation. There is no reason why James Harden cannot perform like what he did in the past. And that is go off, give the Sixers 30 plus points, have those signature playoff moments. Because if he comes up small in stature here, there's going to be so many more naysayers coming his way. And I think he and this whole Sixers team is going to, they're going to have to come out with a very strong first round performance. They got to shut a lot of people up and they got to prove to people, yeah, they got it right with the Ben Simmons trade. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, again, I, I don't know what version we're going to get of James Harden. I think that's the biggest, you know, thing that goes into this series. Uh, what I will say is that even if we don't get the 100% James Harden, I think it is then upon Doc Rivers uh, to coach the team the right way and get them in the right positions. You know, I've seen a lot of pick and roll usage with James Harden, Joel Embiid. You know, it, it's effective. And then we go away from that. And then we revert to James Harden isolation basketball called Isolation Island. And James Harden is not that guy anymore. And it, I've said it, you know, if if the Sixers revert to that in the fourth quarter, kind of how we did a couple years ago, um, and James Harden's trying to rely on his step back, he doesn't have a lot of bounce, we are getting bounced. The Raptors are going to, uh, you know, to swarm James Harden and Joel Embiid. You talk about Siakam, he's been great. I got to give him respect. Um, but let me tell you something right now. Spicy P is nothing like Joel Embiid. Jo I, I don't think, I don't know if Raptors fans understand this, but Joel Embiid, what you saw a couple years ago, what you saw last year, he's a different beast. And I know you acknowledged it saying that he's the MVP. I think Joel Embiid, especially with the lack of a guy like Ben Simmons not on the floor next to him, who's going to you know instantly draw another defender over to him, I think Joel's going to have a massive series. The question is, can the role players step up enough? And that's where I get concerned because Nick Nurse is a savant. And he is, you know, I, I definitely want to get your take as to how or how you think he is going to kind of you know, throw different looks, whether it's at Embiid, at Harden, whatever. Um, but the rest of the squad needs to step up, and, you know, we need Harden to be on it, man. Well, the Raptors are full of 6'8 guys, and they're going to definitely be attacking Embiid. And before you say, yeah, Embiid is clear-cut the best um, player in the series, he should be. He and is. if the Sixers are going to win the series, he needs to be. But is he? Because he actually does not play good basketball against the Raptors. I saw something where he's averaging his second worst production out of any other team against these Toronto Raptors, going back to when these two teams met in that 2019 run. Since Nick Nurse has took over, I believe the Raptors are something like 13-7 and seven against Joel Embiid and the Philadelphia 76ers. They have made life a living hell for him. And they're going to do exactly what you said. They're going to try to swarm Embiid, swarm Harden, those switches, confuse him, get the basketball out of their hands. And they're going to force that Philly supporting cast to make their shots. And those guys need to come through. And another big thing I'm looking at here is how are your Sixers going to fare when Embiid's on the bench? Because that's where the Raptors were able to make their comeback in that last game that they played. As soon as he, he went to go grab a breather, the Raptors stormed back and they erased what was like a 16-point lead. And yeah. the, the Sixers... They don't have that true backup. You know, since shipping over Drummond, are you really confident in Jordan? I mean, is he going to get a whole ton of minutes? I, I would I would give, you know, Reed some minutes. 
um, because he's looked very, very good. But it's like, what is that backup position going to look like? And how is the bench going to respond when Embiid goes down for some much-needed rest? I think that's going to determine a whole ton. As you look at Philly here, they have outscored um, – they were outscored 61-36 to 36 in Embiid's yeah. 21 minutes on the bench. That's a huge yeah. X factor going in. So that's going to uh, tell us a whole ton um, oh, about yeah. the series. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I agree 100% with you. Um, there's been a, an ongoing thing here in Philadelphia. And I have to tell you, I don't know if you caught any of my last videos, but – I'm I'm done with Doc Rivers either way, whether we win, whether we lose. Uh, this Paul Reed thing has really thrown it over the edge for me. Um, Paul Reed had 25 points in 21 minutes, and Doc pretty much clowned him and just kind of threw him down in the dirt, and he didn't learn from last year. So you're right. If we bring DeAndre Jordan, I was telling my, uh, you know, on my last video, I'm already getting Greg Monroe flashbacks from DeAndre <laughs> Jordan. I, you know, if I see a minus 10 in two minutes, a minus 13 – I'm going to lose it, man. Doc cannot do that. He has to adjust. I don't know if he will, and that's going to be rough, man. Um, you have a really good point about, you know, Embiid coming off. He's going to have to play most of the game. He really yeah. is going to have to, and I do believe his conditioning has got better, but with what Nick Nurse kind of throws at him, I think it's going to, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays. I will say Joel Embiid did have games of 36 and 30 against the Raptors this year. Now he did struggle uh, in the last game. And obviously the Raptors had beat us shorthanded a couple times. So, you know, that worries me. That worries me. But, um, you know, I, I got to hope for a fresh heart and I got to hope Joel comes out. I'm just saying, man, Joel, in my opinion, needs to get down, establish his paint presence. From what I understand and what I see, the Raps have nobody that can stop Joel. The question is, when Nick Nurse starts throwing doubles and triples at him, you know, Who's going to hit the shot? Somebody needs to step up. Yeah. And 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 this is really really where I get before we get into our actual keys. Like this is where a guy like Tyrese Maxey comes in because we've seen games where he goes for 26, 27, 28. He can definitely have a couple of those games a series, but will he have the ball in his hands? Or or will Doc Rivers pretty much rely on James Harden isolation and Joel Embiid? Maxey needs to be a main contributor. In fact, I would say if Harden starts off slow, you need to rock with Maxey. We can run dual pick and roll actions, Maxi and Embiid, Harden and Embiid, Maxi and Tobias. You got to get us in those. You got to really be a multi-dimensional offense uh, to to beat the Raptors because you guys, from what I understand and, and have watched, you know the switchability factor is insane, man. And yeah, that's what we live we on. Struggle. We struggle against those athletic teams. We do not have a lot of that, and I definitely think that's a uh, you know a factor in your favor there. Yeah, no, you bring up a lot of good points there, and uh, I think. I'm just going to come on and say it. I, th I think Maxi's the the X factor for you guys because that's a key matchup I'm looking at with Maxi and Gary Trent Jr., two guys who can, you know, space out the floor. Will they be able to hit key shots? Will they be able to provide that offensive production when they need to? And I, I feel like for you guys, Maxi has to emerge as that definitive third star on this team, which he's capable of doing. Is he going to, you know, have those staple performances? Is he going to take the burden off an Embiid, off a Harden, when the Raptors are confusing them, trying to get the ball out of his hands. He's going to be that guy that's going to be called upon to play that big-time role. And for the Raptors, they're going to need Gary Trent Jr. to step up. They're going to need him to space the floor and hit big-time threes, big-time shots, especially since there's an unknown of which Van Vliet are we going to get because he hasn't played. He's been, He uh, missed the last game. Um, he's been resting up, and rightfully so, was fully in favor of that. Rest them up for you know Saturday. But if Van Vliet is not shooting the ball particularly well, 
the Raptors are going to need that other source of offense. And can it be Gary Trent Jr.? We've seen it all season long. He's a guy that can go off as well. And uh, yes, he's he's been streaky, but you know he's a guy like Maxi that can really shoulder a lot of the offense when um, the stars, quote unquote, are struggling. The Van yeah. Vliet's, the Siakams, and for you guys, the Hardens and the uh, Embiid. So uh, those are my X factors, uh, or my X factor for Philadelphia is definitely Tyrese Maxi. I think we could really see him burst onto the scene this series um, and and have a big time showing against the Raptors. And he's capable of doing it. I mean, he's had some big time games already. Yeah, absolutely. Let's hit this $2 donation from Connor. Thank you very much, man. He says, does Nick Nurse have more trust in young players? I'll defer that to Luca, and then we'll get into uh, some other X factors, some things I want to ask him. I mean, he's shown a great deal of trust in, in Scotty Barnes. And I think, you know, we're going to see a whole ton of, of Scotty uh, in this moment. But in terms of like Malachi Flynn, you know, not getting the minutes that he's been giving it, Nick Nurse is a guy, he rides with who's giving him production. It doesn't matter who it is. If you are playing well, like he's going to, he's going to ride, like he, he's, he's had op- uh, um, times a season where he's gone with like an eight man rotation to playing the same guys over and over and over. As long as you produce, he's going to give you the minutes. But the one staple of a young guy is, is Scotty Barnes. And I really hope he gives Scotty all of those playoff minutes because he's my X factor for the Raptors. Mm. I think particularly his shooting. If Scotty Barnes can hit that three with a little bit of consistency and he can space the floor and hit his shots, he could have a coming out party of his own. He's been remarkable as a rookie, but can he be amazing as a rookie in this postseason? I think he's capable of doing that. So, um, yeah, I'm hoping all of those young time minutes go to Scotty Barnes. As you know, the Raptors veterans, guys who have been here before, like a lot of people forget, like the Raptors have a lot of playoff experience in Siakam and Van Vliet. Like, both those dudes won a championship and were key contributors of that Kawhi Leonard led 2019 championship Raptors team. So yeah. those guys are going to be big. And I expect them to bring Scotty Barnes along with them as Scotty's going to obviously taste this type of action for the first time. Yeah, absolutely. And Scotty's a really good player, but I, I got to tell you, man, I, when I look at the Raptors, I would disagree with Scotty. I I'm actually going to say Gary Trent, Guys like that, Chris Boucher. I feel like every time the Sixers, not not just the Raptors, but every time the Sixers play a team, there's always a guy that goes off that you don't expect. And I'm definitely interested to hear who you think that's going to be in this series because I know it's going to happen. Um, but let me tell you, man, I, I think that Scotty Barnes, you know, he's a great young prospect. He's had a great season. But, you know, this is playoff basketball, right? We're getting into this stage now. And I'm not saying the Sixers had the defenders to really clamp down Scotty. But it's going to be a different game, man. And, you, you know, you've seen rookies in the playoffs before. Um, I, I will say that the matchup choice is going to be interesting, whether it's uh, Tobias Harris, like who's going to guard Siakam, you know, who's going to guard Van Vliet. And, and with Thibault being out a couple games, I think that's a huge advantage in the Raptors' favor, which I'm worried about. Um, but yeah, I, we I know we didn't, even, we, we didn't even talk about that with the whole, oh, yeah. Uh, with, yeah, with the whole Thibault. Like, that's huge. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah, like, absolutely. You're missing one of your best defenders, and it's gonna, you know, decrease the depth that you already have there. And that 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 was very big. I know, like that was one of the biggest talking points of like who was even gonna be able to play in Canada. And obviously, yeah. you know, Thibel Thibel's name came out. So yeah, that's that's gonna be a big ex, like a big yeah. uh, difference maker as well. Yeah, it is. And the Sixers are gonna have to find a way to cope with that. And you know, you're gonna need some unsung heroes. I'll tell you about a few guys. Maybe the Raptors fans. You know, because as much as this is a debate discussion, like it's also a chance for 
us and our fan base to get to know each other, um, you know, a little bit more. So I'm, I'll tell you who I think the Raptors should look out for on a bench, but enlighten us on who you believe uh, may come off the Raptors bench or, or maybe just someone that's, you know, not a starter um, that you think could be a difference maker and have a really good series. Well, I'm very happy we got this guy and that Kyle Lowry trade. I know we might have uh, had a chance for Maxi and that didn't go our way, but I've been a huge fan of Precious Achua, and a lot of fans weren't necessarily fond of him in the early goings, but he has come along as being uh, a guy where when he's on, he's on. He hit like five threes the last time he played you guys, and that is an X factor from off the bench that I see um, having a big role if he can space the floor and hit that three, particularly that corner three that he loves. And he's, he, he's crazy with it. Like this dude will just pull up and, and hit a three. And for his size, that is very impressive. He plays with that high energy, high motor. So that's one guy I'm looking to on the Raptors side. Uh, another guy who Raptors fans weren't fond of in the early going. And I remember I was on his side saying it was a great move, great pickup. Thaddeus Young, he is that mm. bet. He makes game-winning plays. He's not going to open your eyes or drop your jaw with his stats on the stat sheet, but just watching him out there, just make the right play, finding the open teammate, the high basketball IQ, the defense he provides, the size. He's a guy that's been around. I mean, he's 33 years old. He's had a big role on you know some other teams during his tenure, and I think that's a guy coming off the bench who is going to gain Nick Nurse's trust, who is going to be given those minutes. And just with his size, he can cause a lot of disruption, especially inside. So those are two guys in particular. And then the other I'm going to mention here, Chris Boucher. He's got to hit that shot. Yeah, We've yeah. seen before, it, it could be so hit or miss with him, but the energy is going to be there, high motor. If he can hit that triple with consistency, that's going to be huge for the Toronto Raptors and shout out to Chris Boucher. I actually met him a few days ago too. And uh, I'll just say this. I mean, he and Danny green were like, we could play each other. Cause this is when we didn't know yeah. like the final standings and both of them looked at each other. They're like, you know, who's going to win. And then obviously green said uh, Sixers <laughs> and Boucher said the Raptors. So they want this matchup. There's internal pieces here that want this matchup, mm. and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, I can't wait, man. And I do, before I get into my kind of guys off the bench, uh, shout out to Connor with the $2 donation. Another question for you, Lucas, is does Nick Nurse have more trust? Uh, wait, where did it go? Yeah, uh, that's the same one. one. Yeah, uh, here it is. Seth Rowe with the $2 donation. Appreciate it, man. It says, who's Nurse going to put on Maxi that is fast enough? So who who's the defender main defender going to be on uh, on Tyrese Maxi? I would say Gary Trent Jr. I would match him up against uh, Maxi. We could see, you know, he switching with van vliet but i would say that's the matchup we're going to be uh looking at there with gary going up against max i think it's gonna be a fun matchup and talking about it before i think those can be in essence uh two big uh pieces a big matchup that could determine a whole ton so i think that's gonna be fun watching those young guys go to work how old's maxi like 21 Maxie's 21 yeah yeah so gary trent, gary trent jr's 22 23 so you got two young up-and-comers and i don't know if you guys have been recognizing what Gary Trent Jr. has been doing over there in Philly, but he's another guy that just has such a tremendously high ceiling, in my opinion. So I think that's going to be the matchup, and that's going to be a lot of fun seeing those guys go at each other. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I have a couple guys off the bench. Actually, I, I want to ask you one quick question to one of the points you made. Um, what do you expect to happen in terms of the the five position? Like, kind of give us a breakdown as to what you would expect Nick Nurse to do. Because let me tell you, there, I'll, I'll just say it straight up. There's nobody that can stop Joel and be one-on-one. -on -one. But you're going to have to have somebody that can at least 
you know, be combined with someone else in terms of pressure, try to push him outwards towards the perimeter. It's going to be tough either way. But what would you expect, I guess, like, uh, you know, not only starting, but, you know, what would you expect those minutes to look like at the at the five or backup five? Yeah, we're uh, we don't have unfortunately that guy to go up against them. Being, I mean, we could call no Marcus Mar- Saul. No Marcus Saul. Marcus Saul. <laughs> I was just about to say he's playing in Spain. You know, give him a call. Give him that that one day contract, ten day contract. But I think we're gonna see Siakam on him a ton, um, mixed with the Chris Boucher. And uh, uh, you look at it here; they actually outscored the Sixers by eleven points in twenty eight minutes when they had Siakam or. Boucher as their biggest guy on the court. And I think that's what we're going to see throwing at him. We can see a chew on him. Uh, I think those are going to be the main guys trying to disrupt Embiid. But I'm looking forward to, yeah, whenever we're going to see uh, Siakam on Embiid. And here's the interesting point I'll bring up and why I wouldn't necessarily be sold on Embiid putting up those huge numbers. He's going to have to guard Siakam a lot of the time. And, uh, <laughs> and you look at Embiid, I mean, okay, he's proven to us all season, but is that going to be an issue where he's guarding the Raptors' best player? And we've seen Siakam with those spin moves, you know, cause a whole ton of problems. Is that going to be an issue where Embiid all of a sudden has to be the best player on the court, best player in the series, and he has to guard the Raptors' best player? And you got to play most of the game because, you know, you go on the bench. You don't know what's going to happen when you come back off uh, on yeah. the court. <laughs> well, let me tell you, he's done it all year. And I would actually flip that back to you. Is Pascal Siakam or whoever else ready to guard Joel Embiid? That's going to be taxing, man. I'm Look, I'm telling you, this is a different Joel Embiid. Yeah, he may have a game where he struggles, but when he finds it, man, now he's added this, uh, you know, pull up off the dribble, this step back three. You can't guard him. You literally cannot guard him. Uh, I think he's going to be a nightmare that, you know, the rest of the guys are going to have to step up, but Joel is going to get it done, man. I'm t- I'm, I have him averaging maybe 32, 33 in this series. I really do. He's been, he's been wow. getting his production this year uh, against the Raptors this season. He's been yeah. putting up those stat lines. I think, who was it, uh, Nyang that said uh, he's Kobe Bryant? I saw a quote today. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. Nyang said that, man. Shout out to Nyang. Um, yeah, he really is. He's Kobe with just the size and, and just... It's unbelievable what he has done, man. Um, he she should be MVP, by the way. He probably will not get it. And I, I think, think that'll even too. be more motivation, to be honest. But um, it's going to be interesting, man. I, I think Embiid, though, in my opinion, is by far the best player in this series. There's there's not even another level for a while. Like, Embiid is that far beyond. Um, and that, you, know, that's- you know, there was a debate on Twitter today. I, I wish I, I had it up. I would send it to you. Um, so somebody said that. I think it was a Raptors fan. Okay, Siakam's the second best player in the series. We all know it's Embiid. But there are people making some cases that it could be Siakam, and I, I didn't agree no. with that. <laughs> that <laughs> no, that's a little I, bit I can't go with that. I can't go with that. Um, but Siakam has been balling out, and I respect him. And he, he torched us last time, man. Uh, yeah. Anyway, before we get to our keys, my my couple guys off the bench, I think one is Shake Milton. Uh, he's been really off and on. He's been out of the lineup, injured. You know, He's been very disappointing at points. But over these last stretch of games, Shake has stepped up. We obviously need him to be that backup guard off the bench. When Shake is aggressive, Shake can score. However, sometimes Shake gets in his own head and he's just deferring, deferring, deferring and can't really do much. That's going to hurt if Shake is a non-factor and you might not be able to play him. Doc Rivers better not play Furkan Korkmaz a minute in this series. I don't care if Fiebel's out. Furkan better not see the floor. Um, but George Niang, man, and, and a guy that I know well, um, you know, He's been struggling a little bit, had a little knee soreness, but let me tell you, man, Niang can come off, and usually it comes in the fourth quarter. He hits a big shot. He has a clutch gene. 
he's known for that that dog personality, that hunger. And I'm looking forward to him kind of, you know, amping up the scene. This is the biggest opportunity he's had. He's played a lot more minutes this year. He's been hitting shots. However, he can get, you know, burnt down the other end. Uh, he's a little bit slow, but we're going to need him to hit shots. Um, and then the biggest thing, which is one of my keys, which we'll get to, but the backup center thing that you talked about, like, yeah, Paul Reed's got to be it. And, and the thing that pissed me off most about Doc is that you just saw that Paul Reed was successful against the Toronto Raptors. So, you know, yeah, you, you have to play him. Like, he's he's the only guy that can grab an offensive rebound on his team. He's hungry, fresh legs, and he's got to come out and, and do the thing, man. He's got to, you know, you got to adjust for once, Doc Rivers. You got to come out of your ways. I know Nick Nurse will do that. Will Doc Rivers, though? If he doesn't, it, it's a fireable offense. I mean, you just, you have to go with the guy that's hot and can switch on some of these Raptors offensive threats. Uh, I hope he does that. And one more for you, who actually I said in my preview is going to be, you know, a key. How about Danny Green, man? Um, yeah, he, he was sent to the bench for a lot of this season, and you know, in the in the normal Doc Rivers way, Danny Green has a huge game in Toronto. He goes home. He got that championship ring, by the way. Finally, you were at the event, and he turns into what a sniper. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> yeah, he, was, he went off that game, dude. He went off, and and he went off the last couple games, and now he's back in the starting lineup, which I think is a good thing because. Thibel also has hesitation to shoot. And in a way, I don't want to compare it, but Ben Simmons, Matisse Thibel, it, it's been it's been aggravating Sixers fans. He hasn't made any you know strides with his jump shot. Danny Green, however, could space the floor. Hopefully has something left in the tank on defense. Didn't have a good uh, playoffs last year until he got hurt. Probably could have used his offense, though. But Danny Green knows the tendencies. He knows some of these guys. He was brothers, man. He played. He won a championship. I think if Danny Green could come out of nowhere and hit a couple threes, like it could really get our bench going, which we have had minimal production all year. We don't know who's going to come out consistently. Danny Green's been coming up the last couple of games. Look out for him, man. Yeah, he's got three championships with three different teams. Can make it a fourth with you guys. He's definitely got that that veteran presence that yeah. that you know he he's been around. He knows what it takes, and I, I agree. He's going to be called upon to hit those shots because you know he's going to get some pretty good looks, especially with guys like Harden and Embiid yeah. warranting extra attention. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's get into our keys, and then we'll go to our prediction. We'll read some of the chat. We got 250-plus in here. Shout out to everybody in here. We're going to get to your thoughts, man. All good takes, uh, both teams, man. But I'll let you go first. What is your main keys? Or you can go one at a time. It's up to you. Uh, how do the Raptors win this series against the Sixers? I think first and foremost, Siakam's going to have to have a big time series. We're going to have to see that all NBA regular season Siakam come to and the do, And do you here. trust him to do that? Has he done it consistent enough for you to trust him well, to do that? Well, here, here's the thing. He's going to answer a whole ton of my questions. He's already shut me up for the regular season, but he can definitively shut me up if he can translate to the playoffs and if he can put up these type of numbers that he's been putting up in the better part of the regular season and against your Sixers. I mean, he's coming off of a triple-double the last time these two teams met. If he shows up in that capacity, then I got to take back what I said when I thought Siakam could not be the guy. Because I don't, I don't a, think he can either. He no, has he a chance to be the guy. He has a chance to shut me up, you up, everybody up, if he can prove to be the guy. Because in his first postseason – not having Kawhi Leonard, 
it was a disappointing one, as we can yeah. recall as Raptors fans in the bubble. Now, the Raptors, it's crazy what this team does and their depth because they were still almost able to make it to the conference finals that year. Mm -hmm. But he had a very disappointing bubble performance. So yeah. if Siakam can come through with that all-NBA type, the Raptors are going to be tough to beat. I look at another guy like, you know, Scotty Barnes. How is he going to look under these lights? Like you said, you know, he's a rookie, but I think he's destined for big things. We've seen all season long. When the Raptors have had guys out, Scotty Barnes a lot of the times has looked like the best player on the court. He's been playing exceptional basketball in the second half of the season. His defense gives you problems. Um, Fred Van Vliet, another key uh, X factor in this series. How is he going to shoot the basketball? Yeah. Is he going to look like the Fred Van Vliet that made it to the All-Star team? How is he feeling from a health standpoint? Right. And, then, and then I look at a guy like OG. Where is his health level going to be at? Because you look at Van Vliet and OG, the last two times mm -hmm. these two teams met, they didn't have either of those guys and they still won. Yeah. Those are two guys that are bringing a ton of offense and a ton of defense. And for OG Ananobi, he is such an important piece for this Toronto Raptors team. They are better by record when he's out there. He just, He's the glue guy, I like to call him on this team. When yeah. OG is out there... It just motivates the Raptors, it seems, to play harder, better defense, and they just click better offensively. Yeah. When he's out of there, they don't look the same. And I don't know what it is. It's just OG. It's better when he's out there on the court. So those are two guys that did not play in the last two games. I'm going to be looking at them. And, and, uh, and I, I just wanted to ask you one quick question. Just yeah. kind of getting your insight because, you know, I've seen Van Vliet out of the lineup and Anobi out of the lineup. I know they're, they haven't played many games in the second half of the season. Like, what is your thoughts as to, like, you know, bringing them back like from a health standpoint like where do you think they're 100 percent ready to go or you know is there still some question marks in that area i think they'll be ready to go og did play against the knicks in the final game of the regular season and he looked a lot better um fred van vliet's had all this time off he's a competitor uh, i expect him to be right back where he was at and yeah. You look at the Raptors, they're just peaking at the right time. And now you're talking about adding two of their best players to the lineup. They're going to be tough to beat. 13-3, and three, the Raptors are in their last 16 games. That's actually the best record in the NBA. And they have the fifth best record since the start of the new year. So this is a team that I remember at the start of the year, I said, if this team can stay healthy, they can avoid, uh, I don't want to say it because just in case, you know, they flag your channel, they can avoid that. Well, we all know yeah. the pandemic that's going on. Mm. Um, they're going to be a tough team to beat. And we've seen what this team is capable of. But going back to your question, yeah, Siakam has to be that guy. Fred Van Vliet has to shoot the ball well. Can Scotty Barnes look like he belongs and, you know, really be that X factor like that called them before? And uh, what kind of bench production are the Raptors going to get? Because they're going up against a Philadelphia team that you don't know what bench production you're going to get, especially when Embiid is on the bench. So can the Raptors get some positive outcomes from Chris Boucher, from Precious Ochoa? Can Thad Young be that, uh, that key defender that comes in? Um, those are going to be the reasons why, you know, the Raptors can have a lot of success here. And can they disrupt your big two? most notably the man, the big man of Joel Embiid. Yeah. Can they rush Embiid and Harden and let other guys beat them? Because I'll be okay if other guys beat us, but I won't be okay if Embiid just eats and, yeah. and Harden has a randomly great series. So can the Raptors force the ball out of their hands and let other guys prove to be that uh, X factor for your Sixers? Well, that's interesting you say that. Like, it, do you view Nick Nurse as, as that you know, like, you know, the integral part of his game plan, like 
Joel Embiid has had troubles against the Raptors. He's had those demons. However, do you, do you think Nick Nurse maybe even has it in his head? Let him feast a little bit, right? Let him get in his rhythm. I've seen that this year. Nick Nurse lets Joel get going a little bit, then starts to come with different traps and different looks. Um, but if nobody else is producing, right? I mean, I, I, I don't know. What do you think, Nick Nurse? What do you think the instant game plan is going to be right out of the gate? And it, I, I did want to mention that. I don't know how you feel about this. Like going back to like, what are the keys going to be? I think the Raptors have the coaching advantage here of Nick Nurse because we've yeah. seen him make the adjustments before. We see him take what's working, yeah. what's not working. And, you know, let's go with that. Whereas Doc Rivers, you've said it before, he's very stubborn with his approach a lot of times. A lot of times yeah. Sixers fans are screaming through their TV sets like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like play this man or, or do this, do that. Nick Nurse, you know, he, he's got such a great approach and I've learned rb like not to um doubt what he does because he's a guy that just consistently proves you wrong and there's a reason why the lakers want to try to pry him away from the <laughs> raptors during this playoff series but he's made this you know six eight lineup if you will work because i was yeah. one of the people on my channel where i said if the raptors are gonna need uh, are gonna make any noise this season they're going to need to go out and get a true center. And obviously they've made it work with the personnel that they have. And that's just a testament to, you know, what Nick nurse does with his rotation players and, you know, what kind of rotations are we going to see? That's going to be determined, you know, is he going to go with that nine man rotation? But this is a guy in Nick nurse that I have no doubt in that he's going to be able to make the in game adjustments and he's going to be able to neutralize your stars because that's what this Raptors team has done it seems all season long they neutralize the other team's best players and they make other guys uh you know have to step up yeah absolutely is there anything else that you want to point to any you know keys points of emphasis before I get into my uh couple keys anything else that you think really could be a deciding factor uh in the series that you want to highlight the Sixers need to take game one <laughs> they need I agree. A, they got to come out. They got to come out. And I would even argue they got to take two because uh, we touched on it earlier uh, too. You know, with Thibault not being there as one of their better defenders and him not playing in Canada, you go down quickly in the series. And yep. then all of a sudden you got to go to Canada with one uh, less player, one less key defender in your pocket that you can roll out. That's going to be a whole ton. I don't think a lot of people are... Yeah talking about that uh, impact of Thibault not being there in those Toronto games. So yeah, just have to set the tone in the series early if they do want to beat the Raptors. Cause if they go down Oh one, I think it's done. Yeah. They need game I, one. Dude, I agree. And I said in my preview that I think the Sixers, people don't take me serious. I, I think game one is a must win as crazy as it sounds because you lose game one. You have all the pressure riding in game two at home, where, by the way, the Sixers have been better on the road this year for once. Usually we're much better at home. Um, but, you know, you lose game one, you go into game two, all that pressure mounting. If you lose that, you go on a road without Thibel, it's over. It's over at that point. Um, so I agree I'm with you. you agree. I'm glad you agree. I agree with you on that. We got to come out, and the Hawks punched us in the mouth last year. Um, you know, we had a chance to re rebound, but we did not. Um, in terms of my keys, I'll keep it real simple. Number one, I think this is a series of star talent and, you know, that takeover versus more of a foundation, more athleticism, a lot of switchability, you know, a lot of different guys that can get plugged in uh, against different players. Um, the star talent has to show up, right? In the NBA, in this league, your, your top players need to show up and show out in the playoffs. Embiid is going to do it. I can assure you that. 
hopefully James Harden looks like the James Harden that can both score and facilitate. I know he's going to facilitate, but can he stay on a defensive end? You know, what will the what will the whistles be like? Will these guys get to the line as much? That's going to be interesting as well. Harden needs to step up, and, and we're going to need some of these spark plugs. I know the Raptors have them. We haven't even talked about Tobias Harris. That shows you where we're at with Tobias. Um, yeah, what's going on with him? Like, is he just completely falling off, like, the face of the planet? Like, I remember there was a time where, like, you knew of Tobias Harris being out there, yeah. and it's like he's just been a complete non-factor. Yeah, and he, he's getting paid $35 million. The thing about Tobias, and I've actually been kind of supporting him uh, when Sixers fans were literally throwing him to the curb earlier this year because I knew he would find his rhythm. But I'm telling you, Tobias over the last 10 to 15 games is incrementally better with his three-point shooting. I feel like he's finally found a rhythm as a backseat scorer to James Hardy. He's actually you know, been pulling up and knocking down shots, which he was not doing earlier this season. Looked slow, couldn't do anything. The, the thing about Tobias, he needs to be decisive, man. When he is not decisive, when he's holding it 20 into the shot clock, it's not going to be a good possession. Tobias needs to be aggressive and take it where it comes to him. I think he's got to have a couple games where he goes for 17, 18, uh, which is a you know not a lot for a max player, but for Tobias in his offense, he's going to need to step up on both ends. Um, but I think Maxi can definitely be a spark plug as well. And a couple of these guys off the bench, like I said, if you get a game where Niang has 15, if you get a game where Shake Milton comes out and has 12, those are the types of things you need. Even Danny Green hits a couple threes. We will need those games. If our bench goes quiet, we are going to have a you know a tough time winning this. But yeah. It all falls with Joel and James. You know, can yeah. Joel avenge those demons? And please, for the love of James Harden, he's got, you know, hopefully this week of rest does him well. Hopefully he takes off a fat suit. I don't know. And, and comes out and looks like his old self, man. Um, that's my one key. And my second key kind of, you know, alludes to what we talked about. I know the Raptors are going to try to punch us in the mouth. They're going to come out game one in our home building, try to get us right away. If that happens, the Sixers need to rebound. We got punched in the mouth by the Hawks last year in game one. Not a good look. Uh, Sixers need to be ready. Yeah. And that falls a lot on Doc. You know, he hasn't had this team prepared a lot. They haven't looked, uh, you know, really straightforward in a while, right? Sometimes they come out hot. They get cold. They, you know, and please, none of these blown leads, man. Please, please, please. We we constantly uh, are up big and then we let off the gas pedal. We can't do that in this series. Um, and Thibault not being in it is huge as well, like you said. Uh, but I think this is going to show a lot about adversity, right? How can Joel, James, the rest of the squad respond to maybe if we get in a tough situation, how will they respond together, right, as a team? Uh, there, I mean, there's even legacy implications, like you said earlier, on the line here. Like, they got to come through, man. No yeah. excuses. You cannot get bounced in the first round. And the last thing, I'll yeah. keep it short for you, man. Doc Rivers, he will get outclassed. He will get outcoached. I am done trying to defend Doc Rivers. But he can't get embarrassed. He can't let a, an 11-0 run go for three minutes and do absolutely nothing, which I've seen happen, and I'm fearing it might happen again. I saw it last year in the playoffs. Will he learn, or will he continue to be arrogant? You can't do it, Doc. If you do, you will be on your way out. That, that's the thing with the leads, and, and that would be a concern, you know, about the whole bench stepping up when your stars sit down, especially Embiid. The Sixers, can they hold on to those big leads? We've seen it so many times. And it drives you guys nuts. And yeah, this is it. This is the final strike for Doc Rivers. I agree. If they can't even get out of the first round, just announce it the next day. Actually, announce it the night of, like what they did with uh, Vogel, which I don't agree with it. It was very like unprofessional. But hey, sometimes you got to just tell the guy, like, your time here is done. I did yeah. want to mention one quick thing when yeah. you talk about like legacy and those implications. 
look at these two teams coming in, and this is a huge um, make or break, if you will. The Sixers are coming in, in my opinion, with all the pressure in the world. The Raptors are playing with house money. The Raptors weren't supposed to be here in many, many people's eyes. They're still in that developmental year that people talk about. They're still trying to get reps to guys like Gary Trent Jr. and Scotty Barnes. The Sixers, their championship or bust. Their finals are bust if you don't want to go as far as championship. Like if this team, as yeah. constructed with MB, you got your guy in James Harden. If they don't at least get out of the East this season, I feel like the whole fan base is going to implode. Like this is the year to do it, especially yeah. as you see the Nets as the seventh seed, especially as you see, if you do beat the Raptors, you're most likely going to go up against the heat in the next round, which is a very winnable matchup. Mm -hmm. You should be thinking to yourselves, this is a very ideal opportunity to get back to the Eastern conference finals for what the first time since Oh one. Yeah. Yeah. We, and it's been what 40, almost 40 years since we, you know, it's only been, we've only been out of the second round once. So that's been our, our threshold, man. And we, we got to get no more excuses. You have the team. The talent, the, the talent level is there. You got your team. Yeah. You got the coach, you know, who's won a championship before. Can this team shut up everybody? And can yeah. they make it to the promised land? Because you got a guy in James Harden who's got to prove a lot of people wrong. And you even got a guy in Doc Rivers who's got to prove a lot of people wrong. Because a lot of people yeah. remember him more for the choke job that he has proven to be than that championship that he won with the Celtics. Yeah. So this is a huge playoffs for the yeah. Sixers, whereas the Raptors are just coming into this thing like, okay, maybe we can just spoil the, the fun, spoil yeah. the party, and end this Philadelphia run before it even started. So I yeah. think there's a, there's a lot of pressure on Philly's side, most definitely, mm -hmm. and it's going to attest to that game one. Like you said, there's going to be that feeling in the building. We need to take this game one. We can't mess around here against a, a very capable Raptors team. Yeah, I got to be honest, man. I, I am not that confident in Doc Rivers. You know, every time I try to believe, every time, you know, he says something weird and then, you know, we get over it, he says something even weirder, right? And, and it's like the last game of the season, like the taste he left in our mouth was, you know, we're not trying to go on a Paul Reed victory tour. We're trying to win a world championship. Like, what was the point of that? You yeah, could have just said bad. the guy played well and you, you're going to experiment and see what will work in the Raptors series. I mean, we saw all bench lineups last year in the playoffs. We saw two big blown leads in that Hawks series. I, I yeah. can't say I'm confident in Doc anymore. And it sucks, man, because I, I don't know about you, but I truly believe the Sixers have the talent to get to the third round, to get maybe to the yeah, finals. Most definitely. I, I think and, and I don't think that's been highlighted enough, man. But it, it's I've you know, I've been hearing a lot from Raptors fans. They've been coming through, man. They say Doc may coach you out of this series. I may be leaning towards that way, depending on how we come out. So he better have these boys ready, man. Well, it's like the narrative before was we can't win with Ben Simmons. Like we got to yeah. move away from him. We got to give Joel Embiid a capable star, yeah. superstar which, even. Which both can be true though, which both can be true. Like, I don't think we were winning with Ben, but you know. No, and, and, you, got the, and you got the guy that I believe everybody in Philadelphia wanted. Yeah. You got the prize, James Harden. Yeah. You finally got Embiid, the superstar, the, the sidekick that he needs. Yeah. So now we'll see if that will be enough to get this uh, this show yeah. on the road for you guys. And, yeah. yeah, you definitely need to make it to the conference final. I would say the finals. I think it's finals yeah. or buts for the Sixers this season. Yeah, it's a good take, man. All right. We will read some in the chat, and then we will get to our predictions. Give us your thoughts in the chat. What are your predictions? 300-plus in here. Appreciate everybody being in here, man. It's a really good discussion. I'm learning a lot more about the Raptors before we even start the series, man. Um, and let us know if you guys want us to do this again, man. Maybe even during this series. I'm, you know, always, always interested to hear 
what a smart guy like Luca has to say, man, about his team. Um, now, nah, shout out to you. I just want to say quickly, shout out to URB and uh, everybody in here. You guys are awesome, and uh, definitely keep it locked and loaded on RB's content. This dude's been killing it all season long. And uh, no, nah, this was great, man, to actually collab for the first time this season. Yeah. I know we had talked about doing this the whole time. We've been busy and stuff, but yeah, it's good to actually do this. And uh, yeah, it's good. That's I mean, we, we can agree that we want the other team to lose, but we respect each other's grind. So that's yeah. that's always good. That's what it's about, man. And also, again, uh, both of us have been covering the entire series so far leading up. We will be live during the games. Uh, we'll be, you know, providing all the coverage. So definitely follow us on Twitter as well. Um, Keep giving us some thoughts, man. Keep showing love to the to the channels, man. Lucas link is pinned in my channel, so definitely uh, go subscribe to him as well. Uh, we have a Raps in six. Bunch are saying Raps in six. We got a Sixers in wow. five. We got a Sixers in five. Like a Raptors invasion. We got a Sixers in six. We got a Raps in seven. We have a Sixers in five. So we're we're all over the place. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. Actually, you know what? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say yeah. I'm, I'm gonna wait one. I'm going to wait a little bit. Sixers and six or seven. Sixers and one. Raps and six. It's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be interesting. Um, all right. A lot of people, a lot of, you know what's interesting, RB? I got to say, a lot of people, and I'm like, I'm talking fans aside here, a lot of analysts yeah. are picking the Raptors. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing for the Raptors because we love that underdog role where everybody's mm -hmm. picking against us, where guys like Shaq are, going on TNT and saying the Sixers are going to sweep us. Like people are actually giving their flowers to the Raptors. So yeah. I don't know if all this hype is a good thing for them or not, but yeah. it's like, I'm surprised that a lot of people are actually signing with the Raptors over the Philadelphia 76ers, a team that I just said a minute ago, they got championship or bus labeled on them right now. Yeah. You know, what's interesting about that. And I know you have like a, uh, you know, experience with betting and stuff um, and different odds. Like, I think it's very interesting that, a lot of analysts are picking the Toronto Raptors. You know, a lot of them are picking them in seven, but I, you know, the early spread or the, uh, the early odds is the Sixers are actually favored by a little bit. So I, I don't know. I think it's good. I don't know. This is going to be one of the best first round series, man. Yeah. And if it goes well, eight, seven, oh man, it's going to be insane. It's going to be insane. Well, the last two times these two teams met in the playoffs, me being heartbroken as a little kid, Vince <laughs> Carter, Game winner, clanks off. Your Sixers win with yep. AI. Second time, the Kawhi shot. So what's the third time going to be? Is it going to be an OG game seven buzzer beater? Or is it going to be a, a a James Harden? Or you know what will be the salt in the wound? If it's Danny Green, mm. of all people, against his mm. old team. <laughs> Any Hey, before we get to the predictions, any hot takes? Maybe one or two hot takes. Anything on your mind? Anything on your mind? I'll, I'll give you one off the bat. I'll give you some time to think, man. Um, yeah, yeah, go with yours. Go with yours first. I just came up with this off the head. Uh, my hot take, or one of my hot takes for this series, I think Tyrese Maxey will emerge as the second scorer, and he will average 20-plus in this series. I know it's a tough task. It's a tall task for a guy who's 21 years old. You know, we even saw Maxey last year, by the way, in the playoffs. Had an amazing game six. Helped us win game six. Only played 11 minutes in game seven. Now. Doc has kind of given Tyrese the keys. I think he could emerge and honestly be one of the main reasons why, why we win this series. Okay, I'm going to go with then with uh, Scotty Barnes is going to emerge as uh, a big-time threat, a big-time player. He's going he's gonna to average better than 15 and, and 9, I want to say. He's going to have a, a great series, mm -hmm. and he's going to just instill in everybody's mind that this is the rookie of the year. 
And uh, he could very well become that superstar type player for the Raptors in the future. And I think this is going to be his even more coming out party than the one he's already had in the regular season. So I like it. I like it. You like your young stud in Maxi. I like my young stud in, uh, in Barnes. Absolutely. We got a couple donations. Duncan, sorry, Mrs. Earlier with the uh, $2 donation says, uh, do the Raptors consider Dr. <laughs> six men? Well, you know, he better help us out and, and avoid, um, you know, just, just giving the raps a lot of advantage. We know, and we've seen it before. Shout out to you, Duncan. Thanks for being a great channel member as well. We got Jonas with the $2 donations. Raps, no pressure. Sixers, all pressure. Yeah, man. That's $2 Canadian, RB. I know. I know right there. there you go, man. We got we got the Raps fans in here, man. They're uh they're hanging out. And I respect them, man. You know, I, I hate the Raptors, but I gotta respect the loyalty uh to the fan base. Reminds me a lot of the Sixers fan base. Um, and you guys are great. It's gonna be a hell of a series, man. It's gonna be a hell of a series. All right, let's get to the predictions. You want you want to go first or you want me to go first? Uh, yeah, you tell, know, tell us, tell us. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I'll, I'll go first. But I actually saw a comment. I don't know who said it. I thought it was hilarious. We showed it to you. So they said the loser of the series, their coach is coaching the Lakers. So either Doc Rivers <laughs> or Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse isn't going to the Lakers, man. If anything, I could see Doc. I could see Doc. And and that Doc. We thought the Lakers were bad this year. Oh boy, you give them Doc Rivers. Oh man. Yeah, <laughs> oh man it's gonna be, it's gonna be a, oh, man. a circus yeah so i said it on my channel i'm doubling down not going away from my prediction i'm going with raptors in six i see it's a popular prediction amongst the raptors fans who are in here i just think we're gonna pull it out i think we're gonna come out early apply the pressure we're gonna take game one and that's gonna change everything and it's really gonna put the pressure on philly i could see the raptors go back in toronto take two philadelphia take a game in Philly and then the Raptors wrap it up in their home crowd or on their home court in front of their home crowd. Jurassic Park's going to be crazy. I might even be down there. Game six, Raptors win. They're healthy. They're clicking. They have a nothing to lose mentality. They got the, uh, you know, they got the veteran presence, guys who have won before, Nick Nurse, Siakam, and Van Vliet. This team's going to pull it through. And I hate to say it, RB, the Sixers are going to end up being one of the biggest disappointments of this season. And you guys are going to make Stephen A. right when you said that the Nets won that trade. That hurts, man. That hurts. You know what? I'm actually going to give the Raps some credit to begin. Um, and I was very close, actually, to picking the Raptors. I was thinking, for once in my life, am I wow. going to pick the Sixers to lose in the first round? Wow. that says. And I will go as far as this. I haven't even said this out loud. If my prediction doesn't come true, if the Raps do win this series, I'm going to agree with you. I think it's in six games. I think they wow. win it on their home court. But let me tell you something, man. Here's what it comes down to. The Sixers will win this in seven games. Last year, a game seven uh, in the home stadium, Wells Fargo place bumping. Philadelphia was, was ready, man. They were anticipating. And, you know, let's just say a man sat there, got into foul trouble early, and just kind of folded out. And that was that. Um Joel Embiid is by far miles the best player in this series. There's legacy on the point. James Harden needs to step up. Other guys need to step up. Doc's, you know, job is on the line. But Joel Embiid, he will finally avenge his demons, man. I agree with you. I think it might split uh, the first two, the next two. This is going to be a tight series. Couple little things are going to decide this series. But Joel Embiid is the best. Not even in this series. He's the best player in the league this year. Jokic has had a great season. Giannis has had a great season. They're not going to pick Joel to be the MVP. 
they're not going to pick him to be on the first All-NBA team. But Joel Embiid is the first center to average uh, 30-plus since Shaquille O'Neal. He's the first... He's the first, uh, or I'm sorry, the first center to lead the league in scoring since Shaquille O'Neal. He, Shaquille O'Neal, he's the first center to average 30 plus since Moses Malone in 1981. He does it in every facet of the floor. The Sixers have the better stars in this series. Star talent wins, and Joel Embiid will not let the Raptors embarrass him again. This time it's going to be Raps fans. It's going to be Spicy P. I don't know how hot, how spicy it is. Spicy P is going to be the one crying on the way out. Joel will get it done. There's no, I can't see him getting bounced in the first round. He will not let it happen. Sixers are going to pull this out. It's going to be a tight game seven. I'm, I mean, sweat pouring down, heart beating, but Joel Embiid will pull it out. And I'm I'm predicting him to go for 42 in game seven. Wow. As, as I let the hot chance on. As all of Philly chants on, and we punch our ticket to the second round. I don't know what will happen then. But we are not getting bounced in the first round, man. Yeah, a big factor is going to be if it does go to seven. Philadelphia obviously has home court advantage. And uh, I will say this. I will say this. If the Sixers get by my Raptors, I think you guys get to the conference finals at the very least. I think we could very well see that inevitable dream matchup that we all want to see with the Sixers and the Nets. <laughs> I, I really think this team can get there. I think... You just got hit with the worst possible first-round matchup you could have been granted. And that is a matchup against the Raptors that have been a thorn in your side. They've taken three Mm -hmm. of four matchups this season against the Philadelphia 76ers. So if you get by the Raptors, this team, they're going to feel confident in that next-round series against uh, Miami. And I would not be surprised if they make a run after that. So we'll see what happens. But I will say this, too, about Embiid. I think he should be MVP. And he's actually such a fun player to watch. He's a guy that, like, you can't really hate on. Like, he's just a likable basketball player. He plays with a lot of heart. He plays with a lot of emotion. And he's just been so dominating to watch. I mean, I think we can agree the most dominant big man since Shaq, like, literally with the numbers and figuratively. Like, he has just been dynamite. And, you know, he's tired of losing against the Raptors. And he wants to finally get success in the playoffs, especially with no Ben Simmons there anymore. So, Well, that, that's my thing. That's my thing. Like, Joel has gone through this entire journey. We have watched as Sixers fans. We didn't even know in his first couple of years if he would ever play. Like, his his injuries were, were piling up, and he's gone through all this stuff. The Markel Foltz, the Ben Simmons, the, the owner with the – or the GM with the burner accounts. Like, Brett Brown, he's went through all this stuff. Now he gets rid of that toxicity. I don't see Joel letting it go, man. And actually, I'm going to compare it to a guy you know very well in Kyle Lowry. And I'm not saying this is – uh, the same or even very similar. But let me tell you something, man. Uh, just how you guys for for you know years failed to get over that hump, right? And I'm sure you guys were dying inside to see Kyle Lowry win one, right? You wanted to see him on that main stage. You wanted to see him go all the way, it right? Obviously, right. you wanted DeRozan to do it as well, but he couldn't. Um, that's what we're feeling with Joel Embiid. Try to put that in the perspective as to where Sixers fans are like, we want this so bad for Joel. He's he's become even more than we ever thought, and he deserves a shot. You can't waste this chance for Joel Embiid. He, I mean, who knows what the future holds, right? I'm, I expect him to be dominant. Who knows? This is yeah. a chance for Joel. He's had two historic seasons, man, and uh, I see a lot of Raps fans hating on it. I'm just telling you guys right now, Joel Embiid is that man. He's that man. I'm sorry. Um, this is not the same Joel Embiid from 2019. I will put that out there. 
you take it how it is. We've been hearing that, but we're going to wait and see what happens when the series gets started. But look, the Sixers are due, man. Like you guys haven't been to a conference final since 01. You got to relive some of those AI glory days. And yeah, if there's one guy that's going to bring you back to that sort of promised land of making it to the finals, it's it's definitely going to be, I think, with Embiid leading the way. Yeah, it's going to be huge, man. Shout out to YR with the $2 donation. Uh, Shout out to everybody in the chat, man. Still 300 plus strong. Uh, This has been a really fun discussion honestly yeah, great Where, discussion, the time man. Went, man i mean i learned a lot about raps uh you know more about your team what to expect um and i i just can't i'm i'm so excited for this series to begin man i really cannot wait it's been a long season and a couple uh more day uh days games that we gotta yeah, wait man. yeah it's a, it's always tough the anticipation leading up to the series man um but i can't wait i i think it's going to be a, a historic series man and uh you know as you know, as much as I don't want to say, it, good luck to the Raps fans, but the Sixers are coming out on top, man. We have to. It's it's all or nothing, man. Yeah, good luck to the Sixers fans as well. It's going to be a hell of a series, and uh, it's going to be exciting. I feel like anytime these two teams play each other, just must see yeah. basketball. I don't know about you, I just have a pep in my step. And anytime I see the Raptors go up against yeah. the Sixers, it's become a really good rivalry over the years, especially with their playoff clash in 2019. Yeah, I agree. We will see how it plays out. Once again, shout out to everybody in the chat. Thank you for coming through. Hopefully, we can do this again at some point, probably on Lucas' channel during the series. Yeah, we'll uh, do we'll something be, during the series for sure. Yeah, for sure, man. And we'll be uh, we'll be live, uh, you know, for the games. We'll be covering everything, uh, you know, throughout the entire series. If you want to follow us on Twitter, my Twitter is at rbphillytake, and Lucas is at lucarosano3. Connect with us, talk with us on there. Um, it's going to be a good one, man, and I can't wait to see how it goes out. But thank you again, Luca, for coming on the channel, man. It is always an honor. You know your stuff. Uh, you're the best Raptors creator out there doing it, man. And it's, you know, I- I'm really glad that you came on and and we uh, we broke it down, man. I- and I'm sure both fan bases are glad as well, right, learning more uh, about the other team as well. So, No, nah, thank you, RB, Fire Take Nation. I... I watch your content, bro. I obviously cover the Raptors on my channel, follow them closely, but whenever I need to learn more about the Sixers or kind of get in the ins and outs of uh, Sixers news and all that, you're the main guy. You've become the guy of Sixers basketball content on YouTube, and it's, it's been great to see your come up, and uh, it's it's great to call you a friend, and uh, this is going to be a great, great series and we, we should end with like a stipulation of some sort. I, I don't want to put you on the spot here, but I feel like we got to do something crazy. It's like whoever wins, I don't know. The other guy has to wear. You sent it. You sending me a jersey? Yeah, the team apparel. I feel like we got to do that. Do you guys want to see that? If the Sixers win, I got to wear something Sixers. If the Raptors win, RB's got to wear something Raptors. I feel like we got to do something to showcase this, this, this third matchup ever in the playoffs between hey. these two historic sides. I think it's a good idea, man. Let us know in the chat. We'll figure it out. In fact, I have a couple Ben Simmons jerseys for you that I think would look real nice on you, man. (laughs) (laughs) Anything but Ben. I'll take like I'll take anything (laughs) but Ben. Yeah, you can't you can't can't go around wearing those. Um, But it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun, RB. We'll definitely collab again. I think the live streams are going to be crazy, and uh, I think every game is going to be great. And Saturday, it's it's going to be special. I'm surprised not an afternoon game. Raptors right. fans are usually playing in that afternoon opener, but yeah. 6 p.m. Philly, it's it's going to be a scene. Yep, I can't wait. Someone said RB has to wear a Siakam jersey. Hey, I'll do it. I have no problem. I have no problem, man. Um, 
do you guys have like a Jurassic Park? I'm curious before we wrap up here. Like, do you guys have something similar to that where like fans gather and like uh, cheer and hang out like in front of the stadium or, or no? Yeah, so we, we have a thing called uh, Xfinity Live. Uh, it's kind of like the main hub. There's a couple of different places, but Xfinity Live, it's like right in the middle of like our stadiums. Um, and everybody goes there and just hangs out and, and watches and stuff. Um, but the Wells Fargo, man, is an insane atmosphere. I would love to one time maybe come to Toronto uh, and see the uh, Air Canada Center for myself. Scotiabank right. Arena. Scotiabank Arena. Oh, they yeah. changed the name. They yeah. changed the name. I got the old name, man, in my head. But the Air, I got I to gotta say, the Air Canada Center hits different, man. Because when you think of that name, you think VC. And yeah, yeah. I, I agree. It's, it's an iconic name. But I would love to see a, a game in, in Philly. Oh, man, it's nuts. It is nuts, man. Someone said I gotta wear a Kawhi Leonard jersey. Oh man! I'd Funny be... enough, I got a Kawhi Leonard jersey right here to my left, and oh. it's just sitting there. I got an extra one. I got one for me. I could give the other one to you. All right. I. All right. How about this? If if <laughs> send me if... that PO box. <laughs> there you go. If the Raptors win, I will wear a Kawhi Leonard jersey on my on one of my videos, and. Sixers fans, let me know in the chat. Who do you, what jersey do you want Luca to wear? Do you want to put him in a Ben Simmons jersey? They're going to say, you want to put him in a Joel and B jersey? Do you want to put him in a Thibel jersey? Since Thibel can't even play in Toronto, what do you guys want to put him in, man? Let me know. They're going to, they're going to say Ben Simmons. <laughs> do, you, I, hey, do you have a Ben Simmons jersey or you never entertain that at all? I, I have like, two I'm, of them. You have two of them. Oh, yeah, yeah you just said you have two of them. That's crazy. Yeah, I want to get rid of them. <laughs> you so how, I, I, like, how do you go? That's crazy. Like, this man went from owning two Ben Simmons jerseys dude. to get this dude the hell off my team. <laughs> I was I was, I was, was one of his biggest fans, man. I wanted to believe. I wanted him to do it, but it just he just doesn't have the right attitude, man. It's just, you know, it, it's it's unfortunate. It really is. Like, people put time, energy, money into supporting that man, and he kind of just spat in our faces, man, and just – it's so professional. So, seems the consensus has been, man. So, <laughs> how do you feel about that? Yeah, it looks like it's Ben Simmons. How do you feel about that? Do Raptors fans like Ben Simmons? Do they think he's like not in the wrong, or do you guys not have an opinion on it? Danny Green. I mean, I'm sure somebody has a Danny Green jersey still. I never got his jersey when he was here. How do you guys feel about Ben Simmons? Like Raptors, the Raptors fan base. Like, are you a fan of him? Would you have him on your team or? No, I, I, Jonas said it perfectly there. We don't really care for Ben Simmons. I know there was a thing at that point where like people were like entertaining yeah. possibly Simmons for Siakam. And at that time I was very like skeptical of Siakam. And I didn't think he was going to play this well this season. I was never on the Ben Simmons to Toronto hype train. Never. Like yeah. I did not want Ben Simmons. I agree with all the points um that Sixers fans don't like him for I just don't think you can win with him as your main guy I think he's going to be a good fit with the Nets but as it was constructed here in Philly where he was like asked to be that secondary piece to Embiid it was never going to work yeah doesn't want it man all right so if the Raptors win I have to wear a Kawhi jersey and if the Sixers win you got to wear a Ben jersey we have a deal all right Oh man, I don't know what I'm signing myself up for, but yeah, you I started guess we'll it, man. It. You started it. I guess we do it. Yeah, let's go. We got to do right. it. It's a deal, man. Sounds good. Once again, shout out to everybody in the chat. If you're watching this on a second time around, hit the thumbs up. Subscribe to both of the channels, man. We will be covering it all 
And everybody out there, man, let's get ready for a great series. You all have a wonderful night. And we will catch you on the next one, man. Take have care, a good guys. One. Have a good Peace. night.